honest information about living a healthy lifestyle on RadioMD.com. It's time for Naturally Savvy with natural visionary Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. We are so thrilled to have Naomi Katz. We're going to talk about her fantastic book, Beautiful, Being an Empowered Young Woman. Naomi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's so nice to have you on. You know, I had the pleasure of speaking with you on my other show, It's Your Health, and we had such a wonderful conversation. This is such an important book. You're looking at friendships and sex and stress and hormones and growing up and dealing with the media. There's so much in this book. You know, I've been reading it with my 11-year-old daughter, and it's definitely bringing up some really important topics. Talk to us about why you wanted to write this book. Well, I was teaching young women and also young men at a school in New York City, and the girls asked me if I would do a girls' class with them because the issues that we were talking about just in casual conversations between classes were really important issues that were affecting their lives really deeply, being catcalled on the street, the way that women are being portrayed in the media, the peer pressure they feel, the complicated social dynamics. And so we did a group, a girls' group, and it was incredible. And I understood that the messages of that group needed to reach many more than just those 15 students that I had in that group. And the dad of one of my students asked if I would write a book. And so that's how the project was born. Yeah, I'm so glad that you did. You know, there's so many great quotes in the book from teens. One of them, this is Nicole 12. At a young age, I don't understand flaunting my sexuality. I would never be caught walking down the street half naked. I think that flaunting your sexuality proves or indicates that some girls feel insecure and try to cover up their feelings by wearing lots of makeup and clothing that is revealing. Nicole, age 12. And you and I spoke about that, too, about the way girls are portrayed and the way they're taught and the way that they that they're taught to use their sexuality at such a young age. It's really difficult. Talk to us about how you address that with girls. The first thing is really being open and willing to talk about it. You know, showing the girls a picture of an advertisement and saying what I see and how it makes me feel on a really personal level when I see an advertisement where or any kind of picture where a woman is being objectified and being sexualized. And that kind of honesty about my own feelings and my own personal reaction to it opens the door for the girls to, first of all, have permission to feel uncomfortable with it, which they probably do anyway, but maybe feel like they can't express that. And then, of course, beyond just having permission to feel uncomfortable, to talk about it. You know, I'm curious as you're speaking, and Lisa, I know that, you know, not that I want to talk about your personal Facebook page on our show, but I do want to mention the fact that you've been very big about, you know, and I love what you do because I, you know, I look at your Facebook post and you're just like, this is me. I'm beautiful. You don't like it too bad. And I do want to get your opinion, Naomi, in terms of, you know, how women, when we do want to show or flaunt something or we want, want to show parts of us that we are very proud of, is that really looked upon as negative? Because Lisa, I guess you were getting some negative comments. This is why you were posting, you know, certain pictures of yourself. So I love your opinion on, you know, what is the right or the wrong way that we should be expressing ourselves or is there a right or wrong way? I think that there isn't a right or wrong way, except for to be aware that the way that we express ourselves impacts the environment around us. So if I express Mm -hmm. myself in a way that's critical and judgmental of other people, then that's the kind of environment that I should expect around me. And if I don't want that kind of criticism and judgment, then I don't need to bring it into my own life and use it on other people. So if I speak highly about myself and I encourage modeling self-esteem by modeling it myself, then that's the environment in which I live. And I think that too often... For girls and also for women, it's not okay to accept compliments or to feel good about myself because then all of a sudden someone sees you as being egotistical or self-absorbed. And that's not true. It's just confidence. 
which I like that. You know, I have another question. So I have a, yeah, an 11 year old daughter and at around 10 years old, she expressed that she wanted, she had her ears pierced when she was six and she expressed that she wanted a second earring. So I have, when I was in my teens, I had like four, five earrings up one ear and I had two earrings on the other ear. It was like my way to rebel, I guess. I don't know. I just like it. So <laughs> when my, so she would see on me that I'd have like a lot of earrings in my ear. So she was like, mom, I want to get a, you know, a second earring. And at first I was like, oh my God, you can't, you're only 10. What are you doing? That's crazy. And I remember asking a friend of mine and she's like, well, it's true. If she gets one now, what are people going to think of her? And it's, you know, showing some type of part of her that isn't really appropriate. And then I kind of thought about it and I was like, well, you know what? I know how a second earring made me feel. And I, at the end of the day, I don't think it was inappropriate in my opinion. And I ended up getting her a second earring and I felt good about my decision. I was happy about it. I, I was, I wavered in the beginning, but I guess my question to you is <clears throat> as a parent, excuse me, as a parent, sometimes we don't know what the right or wrong thing to do is. And also how other people perceive things that we or decisions will make on our, on our kids, right? Especially when it comes to our daughter. So I just kind of wanted your opinion just around that in general. I think that no matter what the situation is, someone else is going to have an opinion about what we do. And certainly about the way that we raise our kids. Other people will have opinions about what's right and what's wrong and what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. And those opinions can be useful when they come from people who you trust, who you want to ask their opinion about what it is that you're going to do. But more mm -hmm. often than not, those opinions are not useful. And it's mm -hmm. up to us as educators, as parents, to filter the influences that we hear around us and decide what's the best thing for my child. So, mm -hmm. you know, if, if for your daughter getting another earring was an important part of her self-expression, then, yeah, that's a good thing for her. Right. And what somebody yeah. else might think of when she sees her, I'm not sure that that really matters. You know, yeah. of course, there are other questions. If your daughter wants to wear something that you think is really inappropriate for her to wear, then talk to her about it. But mm. because of how it'll make her feel, not necessarily because of what somebody else will think about what she's doing. And I think that's a really good point. It's about exactly how are they going to feel about it? Because at the end of the day, like you said, it's about their own self-esteem. So I love that. Thanks, Naomi. Lisa, I know you had a question. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to bring up uh, the friends part, you know, in the book, because I see that now with my daughter that her friends are starting to ignore her or they leave you out, but they're not exactly mean, although some girls are. How do you, we only have a couple minutes, but how do you navigate those tricky friendships, especially in like the middle school years? I think mm, the most important girls. thing is to really teach our daughters to be, to feel good about who they are and to understand that the complicated social dynamics that come up in middle school in particular come up because of the way that everyone is judging themselves and therefore judging other people. Most of the time, those kind of behaviors aren't connected to the person receiving the behaviors. And it's really important to teach our daughters that because it's so easy to take it personally. And that's true for us as adult women as well. And so, first of all, for, for them to really understand, you know, you are who you are, and you're great how you are. And the way somebody else acts towards you doesn't define whether or not you should be happy. And also for her to cultivate relationships and friendships that are nourishing in her life. Sometimes we mm -hmm. and our daughters have tendencies to be friends with people who aren't supporting us. Mm -hmm. And we should really look and think, why am I maintaining this friendship? And what kind of friendship do I really want to have? Which I think makes a lot of sense. So what, what are some specific actions that women can take? I guess older women, younger women, girls can take every day to feel empowered. Start your day by feeling good about yourself. Whatever it is that you need to do, whether you need to go for a run or you need to eat something that makes you feel good or you need to just look in the mirror and smile, start your day by feeling good about yourself. After mm -hmm. that, pay attention to the language that you use to talk about yourself and to talk about other people. Use language that's empowering, not language that's critical and judgmental. And in that way, mm -hmm. be a model of self-esteem for other people. 
cultivate an environment of compliments and of supporting one another. And lastly, when you see something beautiful in somebody else, appreciate it and share it. I love that. Oh, I love that. That is so nice. You know, there's so much in the book. Again, beautiful being an empowered young woman. What was it like getting the quotes from the girls? Because that must have been emotional. There's a lot. And we do need to wrap up. So this is a quick (laughs) question. I think it was really amazing for the girls to feel like their voices are being heard. Because too often, young people, girls in particular, don't feel like anyone is listening, and particularly not adults. So for them to know that they were writing something and that was going to, or saying something and that was going to be published in a book for other girls, that was incredible. Naomi, where can people get your book? On Amazon or on my website, beautifulproject.net. Beautifulproject.net on Amazon. That's awesome. And do you work with people one-on-one or is this just a book you did? Obviously, you mentioned you're a teacher, but I don't know if you practice outside of, you know, the environment that you're in or is it just more through your book and your website that people can contact you? All of the above. I work with girls and also with parents and and educators one-on-one, and I also facilitate groups, and I also teach. I have groups of girls that I work with on a regular basis. Love it. All right. Well, thanks so much, Naomi, for being on the show. Again, that's beautifulproject.net. I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well. Stay well.